show. Oh, that. shit. See, that's why I said save it for the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't want to get this. Well. I don't want to get in trouble. But I guarantee that I no. will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. Welcome back to a pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole goddamn thing is JB just tried to tell you. Hey, man, goddamn. Rest in peace, JB. I, I don't think it's ever going to be an episode where I don't think JB really gone. That's crazy. But I put his voice on here because I wanted it on here. I wanted every episode you hear my brother. But sometimes I'm like, damn, he's really gone? Like, death is weird, young. I ain't going to get deep in all that shit, but it's like, it is so crazy to me that somebody that I was with every fucking day is not here. Like, there's no day that's not different. So rest in peace, JB. I love you. I talk about you every day. I celebrate you every day. Yeah, yeah. Man, so welcome back to a party. Okay, bang, niggas. Let me introduce myself. Let me get... I'm no breaks new to Rich's Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Each and every week, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. And it's Black History Month. Let me say it again. The Magneto of my people. Brit Brat, talk to him. Hey, y'all. I'm Brittany Sade. The corporate black girl. The corporate black girl. <laughs> Lips <laughs> popping. <laughs> Randy, talk to the people. Hey, it's your man, Randy T. Man up all day, every day is where you find me. And yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. So um, I want to shout out our sponsors. And I've been saying it wrong for the last couple of weeks. So let me say it correctly. Toy yeah, Bar. Get your money right. <laughs> Toybar.com. T-O-Y-B-A-R-R.com. That's where you go when you want your lingerie and you want your sex toys. Toybar.com. And if you use uh, the code Kickbackers, you get 10% off of your everything. Whether it's the rose, the wand, the lingerie, the vibrating panties. Use the code. Get your 10% like off. I got you. Um, also, shout out to Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. If you can't see behind me, uh, it's Prince right there. Tupac right there. The, the, the albums have been dusted immaculately. They're shining and glistening because more is cleaning. 
So I learned if you wanted to be in your home, your apartment, your business, your office, you wanted to clean up your some, some charges you got, clean them, talk to a lawyer. Most marvelous cleaning, get 10% off using code kickbackers. Having said that, let's get into um our high and low of the week. Where is my drop? Because I want to know what, what y'all been doing. Because I think it's been, I ain't seen y'all since Valentine's Day. So now I got some questions. Let me find out where the high-low is. Now, high-low. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Who wants to tell me how great life has been? Or how tough it's been? Or how it's been? Really? I'm going to pick you. What's the high-low of the week? I, I don't hear who who did you who he call? He I think it. he said you. I said, no, no, no. I, I said Brittany, but she's passing it to you. Ladies oh, first. No, okay, ladies first. I'll go first. So as far as my high, I would just have to say, like this week, I have been very busy, but I have had the opportunity and different occasions to be around some great women. Um, some are friends of friends, like not even everybody are people that I'm necessarily close to, but it has just been amazing to be around so many black women from birthdays, celebrations to there was a Galentine's day sleepover that I went to and we just had so much fun, nice. you know, breaking the stigmas of black women, not being able to have camaraderie and, um, you know, lacking the competition, just uplifting, laughing, joking, and, you know, helping each other heal. So I really, really enjoy that. And two, I'm not really a words of affirmation person, but to do things like I've always, every time I do something for anybody, whatever it is, it's always from the heart. Most of the time, you, the only person who knows that I've done it is that individual, unless they tell someone, but just to hear like from people, how much they appreciate what I do, um, whether it be particularly for them or just in general, that felt really good to be like, okay, everything's not in vain because, you know, a lot of times people do things for other people and I get it with certain relationships, you're supposed to have a, a certain level of reciprocity. But what I've realized is that reciprocity doesn't necessarily come in the same form. So the way in which I may give to you may not be the way that I you give to me but it's worthwhile nonetheless. And so just understanding that, and even in the Santana. context- Santana. Go, go ahead. <laughs> no, even, <laughs> even in the concept of like relationships, right? Like with men and women, like just understanding that the value that you bring may not be in the same exact way. So that's kind of like my high, just a realization and taking all of that in. Um, Y'all know I love some black girl magic. So that was fun. <laughs> I'm coming to the next Galentine's. Brittany, invite me. We call that motherfucker Galentine's. Where was mine? Yes, we had a lot of fun. And I really, I, I really, I could try to pick a low, but I really don't have a low for this week. I mean, I'm exhausted, but it's all been worthwhile. So I don't have any complaints this week. Boom. I like it. I like it. Randy, what, what you got for us? Hey, I think my, my high was this week. I, um, I shared with uh with my job i'm on the i'm on the diversity and inclusion committee committee and we've i've been doing the black history month and i shared my meeting where i met john lewis at a at an erica badu concert um which the story was that he is really the the conversation that i had with him 
was really the conversation that inspired like all of this. And mm-hmm. and I I wrote an article um for my uh, for our internet and it actually ended up being like the top the top uh, article of the week that a lot of people was like the is they was really inspired by what I wrote for them and like it was the com the conversation that I had is still it made a mark on my life that I'll never forget you know because I walked past them and it's like he's sitting there dancing and like nobody recognizing that this man it's a man who walked arm in arm with Martin Luther King he's like in the house right <laughs> and I walked past I was like is this is that John Lewis I was like I think I saw John Lewis and I was like I'm, I'm gonna go back past him again and I went past and I was like John Lewis and he immediately reached out to grab my hand and was like and shook my hand and we just started having conversations right but the you know the point is that you know that i i showed how what he said to me was that men of our generation and what they did that we need to do what we can to inspire the next generation even if we don't see what's to come right but we need to make our mark for the next ones and that that impact was something that changed like the whole trajectory of my life and the fact that i shared that and they made and it was the highlight post of the week even in my on my job that they put it on the top of the post that said that this was the most inspirational post that they've got all of black history month so that 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 was really a high right so shout out to john lewis hey love it hey get in some good trouble (laughs) yeah yeah um, let me think. My high low of the week. Did you do your low? Did you have a low? Oh, um, you ain't I, gotta have a low. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to say it. She might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about that too. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, Brett. We're gonna don't bring it up, Brett. Don't bring it up, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my high of the week was, um, well, they tie in. It's funny. Some weeks your high and low tie in directly. Some weeks it's just they got nothing to do with each other. But um, I am having. I'm in the middle of having an amazing month, business wise. But I'm having a slow week, and so it's kind of like. Here's a lesson for you guys. This is the teachable moment. Seeing the forest from the trees. I am having one of my best months ever. But ironically, I'm having one of my worst weeks ever. And now how do I approach this next week, this last week of the month? I am having my best month ever and my worst week ever. So what do I do? Do I, do I pull from, I'm a person that feels like if you can pull from your past, like I've always been negative and I never did anything right. And you let that define you today. then you should be able to pull from your future where it's like, I'm a king and I shine and I do everything right. Whatever. If you can pull from your past, you can pull from your future, vice versa. So I'm having my best month ever and my worst week ever. What should my attitude be going into next week, y'all? I, I think you will pull from the best month ever as opposed to the worst week ever, ever, unless that's motivational to you. Like, worst week ever, I got to go. It, whatever pushes you, motivates you, uh, motivate, that's one term, get mad to you, to you move into the sites of action. If okay. that motivates you, cool. Right. But, but I have an option here. Worst fucking week. It's terrible. Everything suck. Or best fucking month. I'm going to go hard the last week. Those are my two choices. I know it's what I'm choosing. Best fucking month. So I think um, hopefully that's a teachable moment to any of the kickbackers watching. Like, that's how you should rock. 
Because we life is full of ups and downs and ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. that's how we swap. Can y'all still hear me good? Am I breaking we, up? No, nah, we, we got you, we got you. But you cool, know, cool, things cool. is it's it's a marathon, right? Not a not a not a not a two hundred K. Talk to him, Randy T. Talk to him. Bri, I know you got something to say about that. I, I, I see it in your eyes. I mean, there's always a lesson to be learned in those lows. Like I don't, like I say, I don't, I always have lessons. I don't have failures. I don't, I don't claim it as that. It's just a way to say, okay, is there something I can do better? Or is this something that just isn't working? Because sometimes things not working out means it's not either not meant for you at all, or it's not meant for you right now. So I try to look at what I can learn from a situation or my lows rather than allowing it to define to your point. Like, why would I allow that instance or one week to mess up that small victory of everything that led up to having a good month? You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I look at it. And I'm glad that you're choosing to claim the best month because at the end of the day, there's more days in that month than in that week. So talk talk to him, Britt. Talk to him. All right. All right. So let's get into our viral story of the week. Now now I got my energy right. No, I'm built different. I feel good. Let's go. My left stroke just went viral. This may be a surprise to you guys. I'm going to try to send this to you later. Hopefully you got it. But it was a young lady who went to a concert um, with, uh, man, what's this dude's name? Omar Lay. He's like a Caribbean dance beat artist. And she went on stage. Remember how Usher was doing in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Into the ladies. Oh, this is yeah, a little different. A little different. She went on stage. They took her behind a silhouette. She done dropped it low, bent over. And he done bent her over. And then she done turned around and went from face to face to face to crotch. And she done bounced up and down. And, and it's behind a silhouette. So, of course, everything looks crazier behind a silhouette because... Of course, they're fully clothed. Uh, right. Hope. Um, yeah, of hopefully. course, they were fully clothed. And everybody knows they were fully clothed. Don't be extra. Tell the story right. <laughs> oh, yes, man. See, Brittany always here to check me. Always here right. to check me. Um, I, I'm on record saying that I, da- I dated a woman who loved us. And we actually went to see us in Vegas. And if he would have went and sang to her, I would have took out my phone and recorded that shit for her. So she can have it. I know how much she love her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like her Ashanti. Y'all know how I feel about Ashanti. That's her Ashanti. So I would have took up my phone. I would have been recording the whole thing all in. I would have been like this, and I would have got every moment. And I would have. Uh, I probably would have cropped it up and sent her a good video that she can have for her memory. I ain't no hater. I, I want you to have that moment. But why the fuck we go to the concert? That's why we was dead. This is your favorite singer. Ain't my favorite singer. You know what I'm saying? But this shit is a little different. It's a little different. It's a little bit different. Um, having dated a lot of video models, um, and I don't say that like not bragging, but just because I've had to deal with shit like this. Um, I understand. Um, I don't like it though. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I don't like it. She apologized. She did a public apology because she's like. The situation happened publicly, so I'm going to apologize to my man publicly. I appreciate that, but it's like some things you just, I think it's a limit, dog. I think it's a limit. I think I'm very understanding with a lot of shit. I, I'm not really insecure. 
Shit, I've dated Polly most of my life, so I'm, you know, I really, you know what I'm saying? Like, Rick could give a fuck. But if our rules are a certain way, if our lifestyle is a certain way, you're just doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't hand me the, don't, like, women always say, like, don't embarrass me. Like, you know, don't hand me looking stupid out here. Just don't embarrass me. Don't hand me looking stupid. And she's definitely had people looking at dude like, damn, buddy. Hmm. I'm gonna go straight to Brittany because she's she's the sole lady on the panel. So I, uh, before we pile on, well, I don't know where, where Randy coming from for real. He might feel totally different. But uh, Brittany, I'm gonna throw it to you because you are the, the designated queen of the night. So queen, please enlighten us. What, what am I missing or did I hit it nail on? So I feel like, right, everybody kind of gets to determine what their boundaries are in relationships. So I'll say that. So if, you know, her boyfriend ultimately ended up feeling a little bit um, disrespected by it, then that's kind of their conversation to have. How I view what actually happened is like this. I mean, they clearly had their clothes on. It is a performance, just like with the whole Usher thing, like how, you know, the Kiki Palmer and the Usher incident blew up, in my opinion, out of proportion. Because at the end of the day, if she was a dancer on stage that was hired to do that, would it make it different? You know, she still went home with her man. She still, you know, had a good time. It was recorded. Like, and, and my thing, could I see how it's like, dang, you know, maybe she ain't never do that for her man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you got all excited about this particular um, performer who might be her favorite. She might've had a little bit of extra energy there that could have been a conversation later. But I think that we as people, have been so jaded by like being cheated on and what's considered disrespectful and what's not that like, we can't even have fun anymore. Um, I mean, like I said, the way the public's reaction was, I'm just kind of like people do a lot more and y'all make excuses for it. Like this girl was really fully clothed, just dancing. Um, but that's just my opinion. Like, I don't think it deserved all that. And I kind of feel bad that she feels so bad after just being in the moment. But I don't I don't think the crime fits the the consequence or the punishment that everybody's given her, in my opinion. Yeah. Hey. Randy T, bring us home, baby. Talk to us. Give us that well, man up perspective. I I am I am kind of with Brittany on this one. Um I think for as a as a man, like you need to understand and know your partner that you're with, right? So if if she get up there and do you, he shouldn't have been surprised by anything that she did. And if you're doing that for me at home, like I'm celebrating that what you're doing right there because I'm secure enough that like what you did, like I'm I would have been on I would be on social media defending her. You know what I mean? And being like, you know, my my queen got in a moment with her favorite artist and she she had a fandom moment. Maybe she may, maybe she took it a little too far. Maybe. But if I know that she respects me like 100 percent all the time, I'm not going to let the public court of opinion decide how I'm going to treat her going forward and going to change the trajectory of what our relationship was before this incident. Because this was an incident. We, If we together, we got a life outside of this, and we came to this together, right? So 
all all of that that phantom like for me like i'm trying to figure out how we can monetize this shit for real if she wasn't dancing like that he would have put her off the stage because that look, was like her moment right right can can she get a job like can we can we get free <laughs> my, my only question is how are you gonna say you agree with britney when i was like i would have been at the concert filming it on my phone for the girl uh, you know, I, 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 I agree with you both. I'm just, she was the last comment, so okay. we all we all in agreement, right? No, he ended it with I wouldn't like that. I ain't gonna lie. He ended it with he no, wouldn't no, like that. No, no, the, the shit on stage, but also, like I said, I did the video models who've done a lot more in videos. Yeah, but it's just kind of like I think you gotta know your person, man. You guys you gotta know your person. You gotta you know, know if she if she giving you that with with the clothes off at home, like he just got a taste of. I'm like y'all y'all just saw a taste of what I get every day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? <laughs> and he gave and she and he just she just pretended to show him what I get the real deal of right now. That's me. We both blowing up off of this, like for real. He he should have he should have came out. We should know him. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. He, me he's, walking, he's walking down the street looking very sad. Very nah, sad. I don't know why. I don't know why, bro. Hey, he was, he was embarrassed because of how everybody else reacted to it and made him feel like he should be embarrassed. Can I, can right. I add a different perspective? And that's, what, and that's what social and that's what social media does oh, right I, now. That people take their emotions based on what the culture tells you you supposed to feel. Right. I think, I think we missing something. We missing something. And out as as a former artist. That did shows and perform and like not just small shows. I perform with Outkast and some of, some of your favorite rappers. They all know me. You might not know me, but I bet your favorites know me. Uh, shout out to all the niggas that helped me through my career. Like I would do shit like that and fuck the dude girl. Like I was really fucking their girls. So this ain't just oh so innocent and it's just it's just I was fucking them. So so it's it's not um it ain't it's innocent. It, it now their situation can be innocent. That situation can't be innocent, but we're not going to get naive and act like everything is always nice. No, sometimes when your girl came backstage, when your girl came up uh, into the VIP in Ibiza, I fucked her in a bathroom. Okay, but Let's we're not clear. Let's be clear. But we're not talking about the girl being alone or going in VIP. And no. if that is the case. So two things can be true at one time. And that's what I don't like that people try to do. Just because that girl got up there, that was her moment. She was dancing. She did her thing. Like that was a whole music video and it wasn't even rehearsed. So big ups to her because if he had called me up on stage, I would have been up there looking crazy first and foremost. Shout <laughs> out to her for doing her thing. But her being able, like her dancing with that guy and his ability to have sex with her, even though she has a boyfriend, those are two separate things. So I agree. Not, I agree. Try to do that because a girl standing front row, wait, waving at the guy, he could get her. So let's not act like just because the girl went on stage that she's going. I, no, but I'm not. I, I'm not acting like that. Like, like me, mean, don't, I, don't don't I, don't don't misrepresent my point. My my only point is that there could be a reason to be a little insecure. It doesn't make him a bitch ass nigga. It don't make him a sucker. It don't make him none of that shit. Because I literally that dude and like and I I was never I wasn't I was a local motherfucker. I wasn't nobody that nobody was checking for for real to keep it a hundred. So the the ones that people really checking for. So I, I think that um I'm just giving not even I hate to say devil's advocate because I hate to play devil's advocate. Why you gotta bring the devil into the whole conversation? 
You know no, what I'm saying? That, that's what that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Yeah, but, but, at the, but at the same time, again. I get what you're saying, but we talking about an actual situation that happened. And in that situation, she did not end up having sex with the artist. So no, I think she left with the boyfriend. I do. I, I Just to be fair, I so think she left with the boyfriend. Right. Right. So you made a great point. You know, you right. you know, situations I've been in and opportunities and all of that. I get what you're saying. I understand that that is true, but that's not what actually happened. And I guess I feel bad because that's kind of the perception that's being put on this woman when she literally left the concert with her man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's not talk about what opportunity and a lot of the women you know what I'm saying? Or even men that are making comments on this girl performing are in relationships, sending emojis and heart eyes and telling all their favorite artists what they would do to them underneath their picture. Hold, hold up, Brittany. Don't so, be telling my personal business. Don't tell my so personal let's business. Be, like, let's 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 be fair here. Let's be practical. Your business like, ain't personal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like y'all be underneath little dirt page, hard eyes and then whatever. Like you don't have a man. So don't get mad at this girl for having a good time with her favorite right. performer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not angry about it. I'm not even really mad about Nelly it. gonna beat your ass. Nelly gonna beat your ass. <laughs> 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 Nelly ain't worried about him. Nelly is secure. Nelly's got to be worried about me because don't make me show the video where Shanti wishing me happy birthday and shit. Don't make me do it. I've done Hold it on multiple episodes. Erroneous. Hey, Nelly can't. Nelly can't fight. But on on the, on the point though is that she she went she went home she went home with her man right and 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 for every relationship out here don't whatever happens out there. You should not let culture tell you how to treat your person. Right. You know what I mean? You know what you know what you got and be secure in who you are and who you with. And then all that other stuff don't even matter. And I'm telling you, uh, at, when we left the Usher concert, we went back to the hotel. I was Usher that night. Yeah. Hey, if Slim listening, I'm giving you all your fantasy, man. Get your girl a job. All your fantasy. I'm Usher tonight. Take your right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. on that on that same yeah. song, on that same song that she danced on, we playing that at home. Like, okay. do that, now do that, that for real. That to me do that for real. Right. I know that's right. No, don't make don't make me call her. I should call. Her. I, I'm really tempted to call her, but like, do you think I would have been jealous with Usher? I'm I'm so tempted, but all oh, but you know what? I don't, she, mm, I would have called her just so she could stamp it, like. That's just right. like me getting mad You're because right, my man right. is strapped up and Janet Jackson is dancing on him. Like, I'm supposed to tell him, you should have turned that down. You should have never laid down on that bed. Like, no. I'm calling. I'm going to see if she answers. I think she ought, she ought to dinner. But I'm going to see if she answers. If she answers, I'm going to let her see the story. I feel like Randy put some... some, 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 some hey, don't worry about that. We're going to see if she answers. She, she's out to dinner. Hey. Chris, Kristen said, "Yeah, my dude watches my footage." She didn't answer. Give us an impression on her. Anyway, next topic. So you better call her. You better text her. You better call me. She she know what time it is. She probably like, why the fuck is he calling me on the podcast? That's right. That's right, Diana. We hyping it up. We hyping it. My dude watches my foot. Oh, my footage. People got to get their own relationship boundaries. Exactly. Don't let me get into because I that's one of my new fetishes right now. 
Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that another, another episode. Yeah. Um, let's move on. <laughs> you know, the kickback universe. Next week. Our Avengers, we our kickback Avengers, we all had different missions. Um, but I do want to, oh, something that's really been on my mind that I really feel kind of bad about. Um, me being Niall Tariq Numan, Mr. Pro Black Power to the People. Uh, one, I do want Black History Month to be moved to August. That is a mission in my life. That is, I have a couple missions. One is to positively affect one million people who who deal with depression, whether it's through the podcast, whether it's through me talking in the street, whether it was through my rap career, whether it's through me just reaching out and recommending books and shit. I, my life mission, my life's work is to positively impact a million people who suffer from depression. It is also to um, marry Ashanti. And lastly, it is to, <laughs> Randy, you got to relax. You got to relax. Things, thoughts become things. Um, also, I want to, um, I want to move Black History Month from February to August. Okay. Do you want that, to elaborate on like why August? Um, well, one, uh, it's 31 days. But two, two, I think for us, Black people, we want a month that's dedicated to us to be. You know, I'm not about to play. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, because I know what she meant when she said bunny hopper, and Randy just said, "What is a bunny hopper?" <laughs> I am weak. I'm sorry, dude. Keep going. Oh shit! Hey, hey, hold up. It I was very that. Like I know I'm pro black, but I want to make it an. I I was oh, waiting on that. Okay, that okay, weird. okay. I get it. Keep no, going. I'm not a bunny hopper. <laughs> Actually, I'm not opposed to it now. I, I, it's rough out here. I, I, ain't, I ain't found a wife yet. Anyway, on to Black right. History Month. Yeah. Yeah. August, August. Why we I want to move to August because I want to be in the summer month because that's that's when we thrive. Our um, kickbacks, our vacations. It's it's a great time. Um, June Wait, used to people. be Black Facts. June used to be Black Music Month. Now June has become um, the LBGTQIA community has taken over June as their month. So June used to be Black Music Month, so we've kind of had like a Black History-ish type thing going on. They just roughed that off. It's days now. They took it. Let's get still got June June still there, we still though. got Juneteenth. We still got Juneteenth. So I, I figure August, because uh, most schools, now, when I was in school, high school, junior high school, we didn't go back to school till the middle of September. Now these kids are going back to school in August. So you'll still get some curriculum around Black History Month. You can still get some education around it, some formal education, but you'll also get some vacation time. I think like that's what we are. We vacation and education. So I think it should be moved to August. Okay. Um, no matter when it is or when it's moved to, if I don't get this accomplished or not, we need to acknowledge when it happens. I do feel a way that the shortest month of the year is the month they gave us. I think that's some racist ass shit. Uh, 28 days this year, 29. But also, like, I haven't celebrated it. I haven't been talking about anything. I haven't been begging anybody up. I haven't gone into the history. I haven't celebrated. I have um, a homegirl, childhood friend who, for every day of Black History Month, she, she reenacts a picture of a prominent Black figure, whether it's, you know, Hattie McDaniels or Beyonce or fucking Little Kim or Coretta Scott King. She'll just take the picture and it'll be the picture that picture on one side and her reenactment on the other side. And she does it every day. That's, that's dope. 
It, it, it really is. And I, I posted it on my page and I'll post it again tomorrow so you, you guys can follow it on Facebook. But like, I haven't been celebrating. And now I just want to celebrate it. Like, this is the last episode in Black History Month. So I just want to talk about who you like, who, who, you, who are your influences, who do you want to acknowledge? Is there anybody you want to shout out? Have you seen anybody locally? Have you seen anybody in history? Have you seen, what have you seen? Let, let's love on our people. And it could be however you choose to do it. I want if y'all want me to go first, I'll go first. Like I don't yeah, know. No, let me let me let me go since I'm all, I'm I was already on mines right with the job with John Lewis. So so let me go. go. Let me let me go on and and go into the John Lewis Act is still sitting dead at Congress. We've had three different Congress sessions that the bill is still sitting and not being passed. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that the Voting Right Act has been eradicated. It's no lo- it no longer exists. And the John Lewis Act was, and since they eradicated that, in different states, there have been 106 laws that have been written, 106 laws that have been written that prevents Black people from getting to the voting polls since the Voting Rights Act that they said was insignificant now, if it was so insignificant, why do we have 106 laws that have been written combat that came out after directly after that happened? Not to mention we had an Asian hate, hate Asian right hate bill. We had Asians got beat up for one week in New York. One week in New York, they got beat up and they got a whole bill passed, right? But the John Lewis Act is still sitting dead in Congress. So I'm saying, everybody who's listening, put the pressure on your Congress people where they at. The president don't have nothing to do with this. It is your local Congress people who represent you to tell them that we need to get the John Lewis Act passed because the Voting Rights Act that he fought for, that Martin Luther King fought for, the bridge on Selma where all of them got beat up, and that that was for the Voting Rights Act. That they that people don't even realize that it don't even exist anymore, and that's why John Lewis wrote the John Lewis Act to say that we just lost a whole lot of rights that they said we don't need anymore. But if we don't need them anymore, then where these hundred and six laws came from that's preventing us from getting to the polls, from us from our votes being counted, right? So that's 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 my crusade. If we want to talk about Black History Month, the John Lewis Act, look it up. Put the pressure on your congressman, wherever you listen at, wherever you at, and tell them, get it passed. Get it passed. And how do they put the pressure on their congressman? They call into the they call into the congressman's office? Absolutely. Email them. Uh, Brittany, you want uh, I, I can tell you now, you first know who your congress who your local congressman is. Find out who's the one. I know who mine is. David Trone, if you're listening, I know you up for re-election. Pass the bill. Pass the bill. Know who your know who your person is, and then you can send them emails and let them know and tell them directly. When you see them campaigning, they across your Facebook page or whatever, put it on there. Hey, what's up with the John Lewis Act? What we what we gonna do about that? Like they there are things that they are supposed to do for you and tell me what are you doing for me that I need to tell you that you are my representative in Congress. What are you doing for me? that I should vote for you. This is the time when voting, when it's election time, this is when we apply the pressure. That's Randy Luther King right there. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Randy Luther King. King. Hey. I love it. I love hey, it. Hey, 
Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Randy P. Newton. <laughs> um, Brittany, you got to relax. Um, <laughs> she don't even know what I'm talking about, but I, I'll tell you later. But, um, um, Britt, Brett, what are you, what are you thinking about? Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, I want to, I don't, I hate, I, this feels, I don't want to do this, but I do want you to speak for the sisters that haven't gone acknowledged this month. But I think sometimes that's unfair. Like, you're the woman, you speak for women. So I speak for the women, and you can speak for Black History in general. I don't want to put that on you, but whatever you're comfortable with. Hi, Ashley. Um, well, I just want to say, and I'll let you, uh, like, kind of come in for a landing with whoever you want to acknowledge or whatever you want to acknowledge. But what I want to do is just say that I feel like Black History Month should be longer, but I feel like Black History is just something that we, like, all together should make sure really happens 300, as many days throughout the year. Like, not a longer month, not, you know, this month or that month, but really be able to identify what people are doing, like, throughout the year. It should just be an everyday thing, the same way that we acknowledge, you know, all other cultures or anybody else, like, why argue about it being a month when we all together can do things to make sure that we show appreciation and acknowledge people who have done things on a day-to-day -day basis. That's right. Don't be trying to Valentine's Day our people when it's one day a year. It's, it's Valentine's Day all year with me, baby. It's uh, Black History Month all year with me. Yeah, you know I'm talking about? So, yeah. But I, I I take any opportunity that I'm given to acknowledge my beautiful, beautiful black women. So uh, I want to shout out to Ashanti and all that she's done for our people over the years. <laughs> but no, that's, that's some real talk. Um, I hey, hey, let me let me talk to uh, Donnellis Mays in the chat. He's talking about reparations. Um, and, and and I feel you on reparations, but. Reparations is asking America to do something to make a right wrong when they won't when they won't acknowledge us right now in the present, but we right. asking them to go back and make something right in the past when they won't even do us right in the present. So I think until until we can start getting some some things corrected right now in the present, reparations will never be on the table for us because they don't feel like we deserve it. Because the way that the laws still act and the way that they still treat us now, like reparations, that that is something that's so far back that it's a fight that we have. It's bigger fights that we can win that reparations won't even matter if we get if we just get treated right and just get equal rights. Then we don't need reparations. And we've shown as a people that if you just give us equal opportunity and let us give let us start at the same starting line as everybody else and we will beat everybody else. In everything, so uh, in my opinion, fuck reparations. I don't need them. Just give me, just give me a fair chance. Just let me start at the same starting line as the Trumps, as everybody else, as all of them, and and watch me shine. And I 100 support that. I 100 agree with that, and I want to acknowledge that. But sometimes getting the opportunity to start at the same point comes with reparations. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes in order to get that fair starting ground, reparations are needed. Sometimes it's not needed. Um, but Burke said, damn. 
Let's Randy go. Was fired up the people, Randy. You the fired up the people. But um, I, I do want to acknowledge um a, a, a couple things. Damn, I'm gonna lose. I'm having a brain fart. But I know that um, with our people, you know, we've had our struggles. We've done things on our own. Sometimes there's assistance that's required or needed. Uh, what I really want to do is acknowledge. Um, I think sometimes when you can see how far you've come, it gives you the opportunity to, to envision how far you can go. And we we are not solely only descended from slaves. And sometimes people go too far, like everybody in Africa was a king. No, that, that's not true either. Y'all everybody's going too far. <laughs> there were there were uh uh hustlers and, and shop workers and, and car drivers and horse tenders and all that shit in Africa too. There were kings and queens, but there was every damn thing else too. It was some rappers and shit, it was everything. And so, indentured slaves too. Indigenous slaves too. So we we're not all technically descended from a king. We're not I'm a king, but we do have royalty in our bloodline. I think that's what was missing from the conversation in the 70s, 60s, and that's why it became so prevalent in the 80s and going into the 90s. Um, and I do want to um, acknowledge like some like Madam C J Walker, invented the straightening cone, the first black millionaire. Um, you know, Alex Haley, one of our greatest authors. You know, uh, Marvin Gaye, Bob Marley, Tupac, Michael Jackson. You know, some of our greatest entertainers, Denzel Washington, Diane Carroll, Oprah Winfrey, you know, one of the first black female billionaires. Um, there are so many, Ashanti. Did I mention Ashanti? Yeah, I don't no, think I Booker T. Washington, the first, black, the first black man to really be a millionaire. Booker T, don't leave him out. W.E.B. Du Bois, you know, the souls of black folks. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, there's so many people that we can acknowledge. Uh, Matthew Henson, the great explorer, you know, he has a street name after him in Landover, Maryland. Um, Dr. Daniel Hill Williams performed the first successful open heart surgery. You know, we have accomplishments upon accomplishments, and I don't expect to tell you everything in one segment of one episode that I decided to do at the end of the goddamn month. Shame on me. Shame on me. But I want to throw something out there to you. Like, we are a powerful people. And sometimes, if it isn't any, like, to me, I have to read self-help books. I have to read Frederick Douglass, Son of the Frederick Douglass. Um, I have to read um, these positivity books, uh, whether it's in business, self-help, or even in history, to constantly build myself up so I don't revert back to my bullshit. So I constantly have to feed right. that to myself. And I think sometimes, I, as people, we got to constantly be reminded, like, dog, we... We ain't slaves that just came here and then made rap music and now we're here. That's not who we are. We have a glorious history in this country. We built this country. The slaves built the White House. The, not the not just the country. We, we, built, we built the whole world. Like, well, if you ain't been to the African American Museum, the, the slave, the, the Trans America slave trade. We were building Europe and all other countries before we built America. That's what people don't know. We built it all. Like we did it all. And, I, and I'm gonna say this story. I went to Croatia and I was talking to I was talking to some yeah, I was in Croatia. Croatia. It's a long story. But I was talking to some some guys over there and they told me one thing Croatians are proud of is that they've never been conquered. They said Rome and all these other places came there and they never been conquered. And he asked me, he said. You as black people, I respect y'all so much. He said, you guys are so 
powerful that y'all are the best at everything. Why do y'all not run the United States? That was his question to me, right? Uh, from, from a man in a country who has never been conquered said, why do y'all not run United States? He said, y'all are the best at everything that y'all do. Y'all the fastest, y'all the smartest, like anything that y'all get in, y'all conquer and do it. But the Jim Crow has been so embedded in us that if they gave us reparations, we would go straight to the Asian communities and the Jewish communities, and we would plant all that money right somewhere else and not our communities. We ain't ready for reparations, right? Because we don't, we don't understand we already don't understand our power and we still fight against each other so much more than empower each other. So no, I, we ain't ready for that. I agree. And I think we do understand our power. I don't think it's a, it's a understanding our power. I think it's being okay with not being the person who, you know, I feel like the, the camaraderie, the togetherness, like what needs to be done, right? Everybody can't be the boss. Somebody's going to have to be okay with, you know, just simply playing this position. I think because of what's been embedded in us from slavery years, from a long time ago, everything is a competition with Black people. So it's not a matter of, do we recognize that we have the power? I think everybody says that. You know what I mean? I think that the real issue is, is that us really coming together and doing what it would actually take in order to make certain things happen. I think that's where we we kind of we drop the ball as a people there are a lot of small groups right that are trying to do it but it's not enough people with the same agenda to get I it agree. right and i think oh, jim pro keeps us separated jim pro keeps us separated and I, I would speak to that too um i do think that um in a lot of situations we don't and i don't want to make this on fairy tale shit like we don't dream big enough we don't plan big enough. We don't aim high enough. We aim for, I'm going to give me a little good job. I'm going to do what I got to do. And I'm going to take care of me and my girl and my kids. And, and that'd be the extent of like our, a lot of our visions. I was envisioning taking care of black people before I even knew what taking care of myself really looked like. And I think that um nothing don't make me better than no fucking body. But that's just what my mindset was. Because I was I came up under Bob Marley, Michael Max. My, Marcus Garvey, like my name, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm now Tyreek Newman. Like that, that is what was in me as a child. And I just um I think sometimes we don't look at that enough. Even like um with, with like those street niggas like 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 Burger saying, yeah, like they could have organized and really did some things, open up a grocery store in the neighborhood, you know, some open up a daycare center in the neighborhood. We don't a lot of times we don't think about that because we're we're groomed and raised with the lack mentality. So we're always thinking of lack. So helping someone else um, speaks to that lack and it kind of triggers that lack. And you don't want to help nobody else. I got to do for me and I ain't got nothing. I got to do me and I got to do it. And it's like, damn, if you could think of a world of abundance, if you could view the world in a level of abundance, you wouldn't be so afraid to um, let somebody else shine or to encourage someone else to shine with a sacrifice for someone else's shine. And I think that's um, a thing that's plagued us. I, I think it is kind of falling to the wayside because a lot of times I'm seeing people that's supportive. I mean, we, we, it's haters and we, that, that shit exists. But I'm seeing more of a support network 
lately than I've seen probably in my lifetime. Uh, people really? that just genuinely like, I got your back. She called him back? <laughs> you know, that was Ashanti. That was Ashanti. Sorry, everybody. Hey, uh, hey Ashanti. Yes. Hello. No, 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 no. I didn't say that you didn't love me. No, 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 no. That's Brittany. Brittany from the podcast. Sade. Well, I, well, ma'am, don't call her by that name. That is my friend. What she call me? Uh, you know, you know what? I'm just gonna call. <laughs> oh, you're sorry. Oh, thank you, baby. Because don't you know? I have female friends too. You can't do that. Yes, yes. Randy's on the show tonight too. Yeah, he was preaching. You know, Randy. Yeah, he got the audience going. Yeah. No, no, no. She's back now. She was at the Super Bowl. And I said, Nelly can't fight. <laughs> oh, she, she said, we all know that. All right, boo. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. All right, anyway. <laughs> so, um, what I want... Hey, let's, I love, let's I love move on. Let's, let's move on, because Brit, Brittany got a hard stop, man. Let's go, let's move on. All right, let's, let, let's move on. Did we do Black History Justice, y'all? Did, did, we, did we talk about some things we needed to? I, I think we did. Donnellis, hey, Pionomics is, is a great... Hey, you write about that. Everybody need to learn about that. If you don't know about it, look it up. Look it up. That's good stuff. Oh, the Battle of the Bullet, I learned that when I was about 15, and that was one of the things that made me fall in love with Brother Malcolm. Yeah. The Battle of the Bullet. Yeah. Great stuff. Let's get into some wild shit. Let's get into our what the let's fuck go. story right. of the week. And this is crazy because this actually deals with one of Britney's old boyfriends who isn't black. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's the Britney on a crossover? What? <laughs> they fly. Uh, what you say, Brit? I didn't say anything. That was Brit. <laughs> I, I will take a photograph. <laughs> that was an insider. Even Brittany ain't get it. But anyway, um, so let's uh, go on to our what the fuck story of the week. Um, it it, it kind of fucked me up because I don't know the play here. And y'all are my two financial players. So I was like, my name this. Jeff Bezos. Why I say Jeffrey? I say Jeffrey Bezos. I don't know why I did that. Um, Jeffrey Bezos sold 50 million Amazon shares mm -hmm. for 8.2 billion. Now that's a lot of damn money, and, and that is a lot of opportunity given to other people. What's Jeff's play though? I don't know. What's Jeff's Jeff Bezos play though? Because I'm not sure. I do know, you know, you open it up the market, you get people involved, you get people putting money in. I assume that helps. But he didn't need the money and he pocketed the eight billion. You guys still be playing. I mean, he's yeah. still gonna have to pay like capital gains and ordinary income tax on it. So well, no, he he moved, he changed his address to my he changed his address to Florida where he does not have a capital gains tax before he filed. So he changed. That's what a lot of people didn't realize. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. So he has to pay ordinary income tax. He doesn't have to pay capital gains tax. There's no income Ooh. tax or capital gains tax in Florida. That's why he moved his he moved his address he moved his residence there before he sold the stock. And I wait, know you, Brittany, you know exactly what that means. I mean, yeah, but wait, 
I know there's no estate tax, but there's no ordinary income tax in Florida. He he doesn't pay. He he escaped the capital gains tax, and um, uh, I know that's the main one. I'm not yeah, sure. I, I might I might be wrong on the income tax, but I know I, I know, know it's no capital gains tax. Definitely, and NBA and, players have said historically, like when you get that big contract, you want it to be your Miami contract. You want to be with the Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, one of them, because of you know the tax breaks. Or the, and he changed so and he changed that a month before. And he already had it set up with the FEC that he was selling these stocks before he moved. So he had the deal already set. There's no income tax in Florida. Yeah. So how much money did he save? How much money did he make by doing it? Not not what he sold. How much money did he make selling that on taxes alone? Tell us, Brittany. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So there is no, and y'all know with the different states, I'm I'm really big in Florida, I mean, in Georgia. So when different things come up, I have to refresh my memory. But, um, wow. Yeah. So he changed I his won't. residency. And then, yeah, I knew about, De- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's especially why a lot of people like that Delaware directed trial. I, I saw it in my LLC in Delaware. Yes, sir. Texas my LLC in Delaware. Yeah. I was told, I, I didn't know about Texas, but I started my LLC in Delaware. I was mm-hmm. told that 20 years ago. Delaware mm-hmm. is a, um, that's a popular place. Okay, yeah. well, in no that No sales case, tax in Delaware either. Nope. Um, what a smart man. And I do know that Amazon went up because <laughs> we were they talking did. about that. I saw my, I saw my portfolio. Mine too. Uh-oh, uh-oh. had more shares, but so the play here, so the thing about it is it's a couple of things, right? So now that I know that he changes residency to Florida, so now he gets to save on his tax liability because I'm sure he has other losses that are going to, you know, I mean, he doesn't have to do that. Now, the thing about it, though, is he may not have to do anything post-residency change. What he's probably going to do is use some tax loss harvesting to help out because he's still going to have to pay taxes for what wherever what wherever his residency um, was prior to changing it, he is going to have to pay that. But he's going to be able to to do some offsetting, which is very smart. He is a great CPA and financial advisor, and he probably has both because a financial advisor is not a CPA and a CPA is not a financial advisor. But that is a conversation for another day. Okay. Um, but so not only did he do that, right? Um, with the stock itself, with Amazon, it caused like all the movement, the hype and all of that. It caused Amazon's stock price to go up. Right. Um, And then what he probably did it for is a lot of times what people don't understand is it's like, okay, he sold money. Now he has 8.5 billion, which is liquid, right? Capital, because you can have an investment portfolio, but you can't really do anything with it, but use it as assets and going towards your net worth until after you sell it. So now that he has $8.5 billion in liquid in cash <laughs> in the pocket, he will probably either re- reinvest once the stock price goes down. It's not really smart to buy in at a high stock price. Um, but he might be raising capital for something else. Like you never That's know what Bezos is up to. So people have oh. been getting me saying that um, he was looking to invest in our podcast. I didn't believe it, but now that you say that, I'm like, that's why he got the eight billion because oh, he knows he, he knows I wanted one million. Randy wanted one million, but Brittany wanted um eight point 
four seven no. million. So that's probably I, I, why he did one million. One million wasn't enough for me. I did say I would take three point five. Yes. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's I, I, I was willing to negotiate. So. Oh man. Nah, I need I need at least five. Yeah. I I burn a million in a day. Yeah. Hey, but 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 here's the hey here's the thing. Something big. I think something big is coming. I don't know what he's Me planning. That's what I'm asking but what is I know it? I know he wanted to put the money back in his pocket because he paid five hundred million for that yacht. If you don't know about, look up the yacht that he had built. That he paid five hundred million dollars. That they literally had to put this thing together. That the the yacht that he built. Look up look up his boat. That he built. He got a yacht like nobody else has ever anywhere. Five hundred million out the pocket. He probably figured out that- some way. That's probably has something to do with the business. Like he is not only like good at business, like acumen and realizing what people need and how to acquire right. businesses. And okay, like, he is great at that. But he's also either very smart, or I'm sure he has somebody really smart on his team that a lot of these things that we say, oh, he paid X amount of money for, there's no telling what he's doing on the back end in order to like align things with business to where, you know, he could have registered that yacht as like, they may take the yacht out on events and somehow it's like a subsidiary, you know, to Amazon and he's using, like, there's no telling because people do that with their vehicles. Um, As long as you meet certain requirements, your vehicle can be, um, like registered under your business and you take yep. that as a credit and all you need is a small little sticker, you know, on the back window that has your business name on it. Like, so there's so many ways around it. I think he's going to do a little bit of shopping. Um, and I think he's probably has another business venture. He might buy some type of team. Who knows? That's what I think. The, the NFL is like going to different, they're breaking out. Like now the NFL is going overseas, but not only that, don't they have like a, a youth NFL or something like that for kids now that's expanding. Like who? Yeah, and, yeah, and the, uh, the Vegas team is coming. The, well, no, Vegas, the Vegas team is there already. The Vegas team is there. It's it's your it's 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 the Europe it's European football that's expanding, okay. right? So think uh, every year you've been seeing more and more NFL games are going over there, right? And they have the biggest stadiums, right? Their stadiums are like two times bigger than ours. So think of how they packing out these stadiums now that Wembley and, and the, the seed that, and we got like the Colts and the, and the Bucks playing over there in Europe and it's sold out. Right. So I think what I was trying to say was Vegas is NBA. So he might be messing with NBA too. Cause Vegas is um doing the NBA team in a couple of years. Burger said, Brittany, how do you feel about Killer Mike's bank? And um, I am, um, I do have a membership or what do you call it? Bankership with Killer Mike's bank. Um, it's called Greenwood. Greenwood Bank. And actually, uh, all of my meta payments, my Facebook and Instagram payments go directly to my meta, to my uh, Greenwood account. So my Greenwood account is, is only there for podcast money. So any uh, posts or streams or whatever that comes through, the metaverse goes directly to my Greenwood account. Um, yeah. Brittany, are you, are you hip with um, Greenwood, the Greenwood Bank? I understand the concept of it. I understand the con. You're so silly. I understand the concept of it, but is it is it a like a, just a bank savings account or are yeah. there checking accounts too? Is it just savings have, right now? I have a checking account and a, they call it a spending account, but I have a checking account and a savings account, and they keep trying to get me to upgrade to the ultra. 
which is I don't know what that is. It's some other extra spending account, but I have a checking and savings. And they they FDIC insured. To my no. knowledge, they are. Okay. Um, I mean, well, so FDIC insured, but they would have had to have purchased the. Um, does it say that on there? Because they also would probably need to have some sort of additional insurance, but that's kind of back on the back policy that as a client, you can ask what their insurance is um, as far as your. And just so you know, they have an online registry of black and Latino businesses in America that drives the recirculation of dollars in our communities. And this has ATL, DC and LA. Which you know we we from DC, we mean Randy from DC, but live in ATL, of course. Well, he's back in DC, but they got oohs and ahs up here. They got um. I like know. the. I I mean, I really like the concept of the bank, right? Because it's kind of like it's kind of like a bank for us without like necessarily putting it out there in that way. So I really appreciate that because obviously that means when you're looking for. Um, black business, whether it be credit cards, you know, business credit, things of that nature that people are trying to understand and get, um, it makes it a little bit more accessible for black people and minorities. Cause I think they're partnering with, um, is it coast, uh, no, um, Delta, is it Delta? I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to look through it as fast as you're talking. Um, I don't know if they partner with, uh, See. So Kenneth Brittany Brittany got to do a little more research on it. Come back, come back next time she on. She'll she'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, regardless, but I do think that they partner with another bank. It, it's a coastal community bank. It's something they're gonna have they're gonna have to. It's no way, yeah. it's no way that they're not partnering so with they're, another they're, bank. Yeah, they're already partnered yeah. with the bank to be able to facilitate all of this. And I all really right. like where he's going with it. Um as long as everything continues to be, you know, the correct insurance and stuff like that. So to answer your question, Kenneth, I like the concept of it. I like what he, the mission and the vision behind it. Absolutely. But I don't bank with um, Greenwood. I'm more so on like the wealth management side of things. So more so investing um, asset protection, stuff like that. So when it comes to retail banking, I have to actually look into the institution a little bit more, but Maybe we can run it back and I'll have a little bit more of an opinion, but I, okay. I like the concept. Anything, okay. huh? Well, we, got, we, got, we got to talk offline. I, I got some millionaire clients I need to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, but let's move. Uh, hey, can we get to the Biden uh, thing uh, before she jump off? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So with Greenwood, there are other the things. Excess exclusive benefits uh, for nine ninety nine. That's the investment level. You get um travel, luxury hotels and resorts. This, these are the member benefits: Mastercard, golf, prices, offers, and experiences, prices, qualifications. I'm a, I'm a screenshot this shit to you, Brittany. You yeah. too, Randy, and let so y'all you, look at it. Yeah, so you get yeah. perks for being a a client, which is great. Absolutely. Which that makes them competitive with other banks because most banks, I mean, most retail banks provide perks, whether it be you know percentages off when you go here, like. That is a thing, regardless of what bank you're with. So I like that they are pretty competitive. And I think they're kind of competitive with their saving rates, too. I think they're at like four points something as far as having a oh, savings. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Randy, what, what did you five, But as interest rates start um, coming back down and inflation we'll, won't get back to where yeah, we we'll were. Get, we'll get back to all of that. All, all of that. Before yeah. you go, Brittany. Nah, I want to hear that. What, what I want, that's the part I want to hear. What did you want to hear Brittany's thoughts on, Randy? 
on 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 the on the on the Biden canceling student loan debts. Okay, let, 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 well, let's go straight to that. Um, so Joe Biden has um can't let me let me find it. One point two billion. My man, one point two billion. Um. For 150,000 people, he's canceled yeah. $1.2 billion yeah. in student loan debt for $150,000. What are your thoughts on, on that, Bernie? Because Randy won't know. Okay, so you were breaking up a bit, but I think basically, be, and correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of the stipulations of the stupid uh, forgiveness was. To, you were paying on your loans for 10, 10 years, years. loans under 12,000, 12, correct? 12,000, yeah. So let's just be, let's, let's, Break let's it down. be practical here. <laughs> if I had a loan for under 12,000, that probably you need it. under 12,000 for school, Come right? On. School Come loans on. under 12,000, that probably means that either my parents could afford it or I had the scholarships and means, et cetera, for my education, right? It did, they did, I don't, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it meant that you had a remaining balance of 12,000. The way I read it was the loan amount was $12,000 or lower. That's the way I read it. So, so that means that the forgiveness that you're providing for people are people who probably don't, don't need it. it. And there's <laughs> to everything. But let's be very clear. If, if my student loan was only $12,000, I probably pretty much didn't pay that off in 10 years unless I figured out a way to withhold that. But what about the people out here that have gone to law school and got their MBAs because education is the way and you're in the middle class, right? And so what sucks about the middle class is you don't quite have enough to afford it out of your pocket, but you don't meet the requirements to get free money, which is grants, because a lot of students got kind of hicked up by the, you know, the Stafford loans and things like that, that financial aid gives you, but those things have to be paid back, right? They're not grants. And so to me, it's like, I guess you're doing something. So I can't really be upset, but where is the help for the, for those people that really do need it? And, you know, like it didn't help me any. I've been out of school for 10 years paying on loans, but my I didn't I had to pay a little more than twelve thousand dollars. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's that's only going to get you undergrad. Like, think about people who have really gone out of their way to get um, I mean, any level under undergrad, you're going to be in the hundred thousands. Right. That's so, community college money. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, what? You know, I've read it. University in of Phoenix. <laughs> I read it and I'm just like, I guess that's better than nothing. But where are you really helping the community of people who really need it? Yeah, this was in, this was his in addition to moment. So he's already forgiven a lot of student loan debt. This was his. Well, and what were the Do this. And it was for, right. For who? I, I mean, there are people who said they went in and their loans were forgiven, but I'm like, nah. like I said, it's really, there needs to be something for like people who are truly considered middle class. Because right. I feel like even the forgiveness of the loans that they were doing beforehand, like, it, it's it's so low and I get it, you know, give it to people who like quote unquote need it. But I feel like the requirement, like 
what made them choose whose loans to forgive the first time? Yeah. And 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 I know part of those those stipulations the first time for people who was like first responders, you even work for the government. So all right, so I gotta work for you, Biden, for you to forgive my loans, or right. you know, or you in the educational system. Yeah, so we'll most have like people profit, I think. Right, Thank or not profit. right. So 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 the, the the stipulations was so tight that it did not even help the majority of the people but this is where and i think what well, i think it might have been kenneth who said it before that that democrats they think our vote is automatic and they can just throw us a bone and because we don't do research and because we don't look up stuff that we'll look at and be like oh joe biden forgiving loans i'm voting for him but this like this right here to me to anybody who do the research and look at this this is a slap in the face to say that we don't care about the black vote we just feel like we can throw y'all a piece of beef jerky and y'all will vote for us straight down the line when we're not doing anything for anybody Twelve thousand. you had to make 10 years of payments and it had to be twelve thousand dollars couldn't be over twelve thousand dollars that's that's a community community college only if you went to a real university like twelve thousand dollars, that ain't that's a semester. That was <laughs> who only needed a measly twelve thousand dollar loan because you were able to take care of everything else, whether it had been from scholarships and things of that nature. So mm -hmm. I just feel like you know, where is the consideration for the people who like who need it? You know, and, and I know that there's like an argument and, and I'll probably get yelled at. But when we start talking about middle, like take the take the higher class out of it. Right. They can afford they can pay to play. They got it. And then you have the you know, the the lower income communities, which I, I definitely I'm one of those people where I pay taxes, but I don't necessarily I, I don't like how they calculate who pays and how much. But I'm not against helping lower income communities. Y'all know I I do that once a month, at least Maybe. once a month anyway. But when it comes to making decisions on where the relief comes to, there has to be a consideration for both ends. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of lower income people do have, let me be very careful with my words, there's more of an opportunity to get those grants to go to school. Now, do they give you a whole bunch of money? Is it going to cover the full amount of schooling? Most of the time, no. So I also understand that. But when you're talking about the Black people who have kind of like forced their way to, you know, now we're in the, the middle class or lower middle class, there is no relief for that Zero. middle section. And it just gets frustrating because it's like, and that's where a lot of our Black people are. You know, our minority people, we, we've fought our way kind of out of that lower income. Now we're in the middle income and it's just like, what's going to happen to where we can continue rising? It's like the bar just continues to go up. Like even now where they were talking about people paying taxes, you know, a lot of people owe now because of the way in which they were taking the tax withholdings. And I feel like that slick happened pre-COVID, but everybody kind of sort of you know, they weren't thinking about it because of all of the, um, what am I trying to say? The the COVID relief payments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they've been playing with us in that way. And it's just like, I hear you. I hear you, Biden. You know, I hear you administrations, but sometimes it's just kind of BS to me. 
Very, very well said, Brittany. Very, very well said. And I, I got to be your homie and get you the hell up out of here. Brittany, goodbye. You Bye. have to go. Um, you, have to, you have big things to do. So call me. you can't hang with us right now. You got to go. Bye, gotta Brittany. Go. Why are you still here? Why are you oh, still I here? I thought you were going to like take oh. me out so I can go like. All right. So the queen, Brittany Sade, she is leaving for the evening. She has big things to do. She will be back with us at a, your regularly scheduled time as part of the podcast Avengers. Please just give the queen, Brit Brat, as I call her, a round of applause. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Have a good rest of the show. Yes, ma'am. Have fun. Be safe. All right, Randy. Now we can talk about Brittany behind her back. I'm so sick of Brittany. <laughs> I can't say this. I'm goddamn Brittany. She on my nerves all the time this shit. <laughs> but no, um, I, I actually want to get into um, and this might be a good topic for us, for real. Um, our the don't be dumb award. I'm gonna go back a little bit because it's yeah, something yeah. I've we, noticed. We, yeah, we skipped one. I I just wanted to I wanted to get her no, input. Great I job. wanted to get her input on that before she got off. No, no, you did a great thing. That was a good job. Because she she's the expert on that. For real. Hell yeah. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Now I am fully aware. I, it's, it's been some weird shit with with um. Uh, Women teachers dating their high school students, male students. And I've been like, what the fuck? Like, it's like what men was doing back in the day. Now the women doing it. And I've just been kind of like, whoa, just watching it, monitoring and seeing how many cases keep popping up. And it's got me like kind of like watching, like, damn, what the fuck is going on right now? Um, and Shannon Shop, who I'm a I have admitted I'm a big fan of, but I got some questions. Club say say he decided to be like, yeah, they worried about why I'm trying to date young women and Stella got her groove back. And I'm like, oh, Stella got her groove back. One, I never saw the movie, wasn't interested. But that's like 20, 30 years old. Like, you you talking about when they 20 women, 50 something, your daughter's older than and I mean, we see uh Robert Downey, not Robert Downey, Robert De Niro doing it, Al Pacino doing it, they doing it all over. Everybody's doing it. But I'm I'm just like Jeff Bezos. Look at this girl. Yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> I was kind of like, don't be tone deaf in society. We know what's going on. We know how things are being looked at. We know what have been, what's being scrutinized. And I got on Shannon Sharp last week about chasing the viral moment. And I think this would be a dumb thing for him to get canceled over, talking about his affinity for dating young women because he's chasing a viral moment. Stop being a caricature of yourself. I'm not calling you gay. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm not trying to play you. I'm not hating on your recent success. I'm just saying, stop chasing viral moments with silly shit. Because this silly shit can cost you more than you wanted to. And getting on TV saying you want to date young girls and why people giving you a hard time and you want a girl that's 20 and all this shit and you 56 years old, that can be a that can cause you more harm than good. Yeah. Just chill. Like damn, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, you know, and and I, I love Shannon Shop. That's 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 Me my too. guy. That's my guy. Um, and I, I'm so happy that you know with the Cat Williams interview finally start giving him some recognition that he truly deserves. Um, I think that he does. But, um, 
I, I'm with you. You can't, and and we I alluded to it earlier that you cannot let culture dictate your opinions, right? And 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 follow off of that. You got to be true to who you are, and then especially somebody like him. Once you've gone viral, that now with what you've done with that interview, now you got a standard, a bar that now like yeah you used to could kick it with bottles of hennessy on stage but now now you're gonna be scrutinized on a whole nother level because this is what i truly believe this is that with every measure of success that that we as black individuals especially black men achieve they want to the the powers that be want to keep us in check and they looking for any moment that we can make that we will make a misstep that they able to take it away from us because think fox fox is still mad as hell at him for leaving over the over the over him and the beef that he had with skip right because they, they, they pushed, skip pushed him out the door i i mean what whatever it was they felt like you should we paying you enough money that you should have been bigger than that right and that no, you no, skip fired him because yeah, yeah no he fired him no, he still Fox Sports still wanted Skip, still wanted Shannon. They wanted Shannon. Shannon was like, "I ain't coming back." No, you're wrong. They Skip fired Shannon. He was fired. He talked about it with Stephen A. Watch the Stephen A. interview. He right. was fired. Well, I, I I missed that part. They they. they, mm. they well, they 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 seriously regretting that decision because oh hell they, yeah they regretting it because because hell that because yeah. because that show numbers have uh, is non-existent <laughs> they are they are they are non-existent now right they're non-existent oh, now and yeah and I and I and I miss I miss that part but it still shows that the power that be still think that they can always crack the whip on us no matter what level that we at. You know what I mean? You go back to how they did Kanye and stuff like that. No matter where you at in life, they still want to show us that if you get out of pocket, that we will crack the whip and bring you down. Right. So even now and now even knowing that and not knowing that he was fired. Yeah, it is time. Skip should have been gave it up. But yeah, the only reason I watched that show was for Shannon. For Shannon. I, 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 I immediately stopped when I was watched and saw that he wasn't on it. Like I took it off my DVR. I'm not watching it anymore. Like y'all can bring Keyshawn and whoever. Like no, no, yeah. they ain't, they ain't doing it for me. They ain't Real doing talk. it for I'm me. I'm tired of Stephen A. Too. Real talk. The only, the person yeah. I liked the most was Shannon, and that's why I was so judgmental. Like Shannon, don't change. You was the only one right. I liked. I ain't and like this, I ain't like I ain't like Stephen A. Don't you change on me, Shannon. And that's why he got to be careful now, right? Because you still survive this, right? And ESPN picked you up immediately, right? You transitioned to, to, to me. You transitioned for the better. Like Skip did you a favor. You know what I mean? He freed you. He freed you up to do this. But now don't get on some cultural bull crap and get your, and take yourself back because that's what they want. to Get yourself canceled because who you want to date. Like slim like that, we don't need to hear about it. Now I do agree with him, and there is a double standard on it. This is the part that I agree with him because I watched the whole interview that I agree with him. There is a double standard. Older it women is. can date younger. They caught. They've been how how long has the cougar been a terminology? Before we even knew what dating was, we heard a we heard the terminology of cougar, which is 
means an older woman who dates a way younger man than him. And that and cougars are acceptable in and been acceptable they in celebrate. society. Right. right. But but when a male so I agree, it, there is a double standard. And I think no, Skip didn't say it, but um Chad said it that there is a double standard that when we try to do it and we date younger than us, then we pervy, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and, and there's something wrong about it. And that's still, when you live, when you are a celebrity, you live in the public court of opinion, period. That's yep. that. That's where you live at, and what, whether you want to be or not. <laughs> that That is your home. That's your house. And that's where you're going to always be judged at. And when you do that, then it's this certain stuff that you just can't put out there. If you're yeah, like 20 years, I don't need to know that. Right. And and we see women starting to catch some heat. Like Drea, she dating the, 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 the Jalen Green. Drea's yeah. dating in my age, and she's dating a 21-year-old basketball player. They're starting to be accountable. Then we you can't come around and do the same thing while we holding them accountable. It's like you got to read the room. You got to read the room. Everybody getting on Drea right now for dating this young dude. Yeah, there's a lot of young teachers that are dating high school students. Right now, we're getting on them. And here you go, like, I want to date young women, too. Like, dog, read the room. Read the room. Know what room are you in? Because technically, I mean, it ain't... I, I couldn't date a woman in her 20s, unless it's Salima. Um, and I watched her um, OnlyFans. I follow her Instagram. Um, I'm going to subscribe to her OnlyFans. I saw the leak, and it made me a believer. She's only 24. I feel a little bad about that, but she's grown. And I mean, she the, she the baddest. Like, I, 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 I'll send you the picture right there. She, she the baddest. Like, ain't nothing we can do about it. She the baddest. She the, she's the baddest. Um, but you ain't got to be like, I'm not looking to date a 24-year-old. Right. That ain't my goal. My goal is somebody in their 30s, still young enough to maybe throw me a baby or something. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I don't want no young, young, young chick now. Salima, I haven't met her. We we gonna have a vacation. Oh, oh, I ain't oh, asking her to go on a date. I ain't asking her to go on a date. I'm asking her to leave the country with me. Hey, what's up, Salima? Um, let's go to Dubai. Let's go to Costa Rica. I ain't well, asking you for no you date. Gonna love, you gonna love his blinder. <laughs> oh, love, you goddamn right. You goddamn right. And let, let me stop for I sound like saying the shop. I don't want to sound like saying the shop. Let me stop. Let me just stop. So matter of fact, we gonna move on. Matter of fact, we gonna move on. And we gonna go. get it. You're going to celebrate some of our older queens that aren't in their 20s because I'm getting the fuck up out of this topic. If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on a, you're on a marathon, you know? So It's the marathon. I want to shout out to the queen, Beyonce. I want my round of applause there, goddammit, because she earned, she's the first black woman to earn a number one song in country music. And it's the number two song overall under... Um, uh, Jack Harlow, Whips and Chains. I despise that song title, but whatever. Um, and Beyonce came in and took over country music. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm the queen. You know what it is. And I want to make sure I gave it up uh, to her for that. Um, I'm not a big country music fan. I'm supporting. Zero. But, you know, I ain't really listening. I'm, I'm supporting more than listening. But I, I'm sure it's a great song. Shout out to the queen, B. Absolutely. Uh, Randy, you listening to it? You, you you into the country vibe? Man, I have I got a, one of my my best friend. Uh, you know, and he's Caucasian. He's on here, and he's 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 
he's he's been trying to make he he swear one day that he is gonna convince me to like country music. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be funny because every time like so weeks he just has songs that he play for me that he just be like this is the song that's gonna get him and i'd be like nope <laughs> it's not right you know what's but, I like? but this is tim mcgraw over and over again i do it's, like it, that. it's it's some great country songs that i like like georgia florida like them boys like they make some good songs like it's some people who make some decent songs but my thing is that with and we go back to how music is voted on what it is how was large now so that's where it don't make a difference and luke skywalker uh king luke said this years ago and if people don't know this y'all need to know this and realize that this is how music was transformed when clear channel clear channel pretty much runs the whole music industry as far as radio as far as radio radio stations go and radios you look up clear channel runs a conglomerate and i don't even understand how it is allowed that they have the monopoly that they have on on music on how we listen to it but what they did was when they took over they took the music out of dj's hands and they made it to where it's like a television station where whoever pays the most commercial wise that now that's who the djs have to play so a dj now don't play who he like to play a dj get a playlist based on who paid the amount of money when he go on the show he getting a playlist and be like this is what you playing in this time slots where when we had ed love and all them they just played dudes who was hot if they ain't like them if you wasn't rocking we weren't playing with you there is no mm -hmm. dj that can do that yeah. right now so no, it, it's something that can they ain't doing it it's only a right. handful, to be honest. Now, right they now, don't know. Ma they don't know major yeah. network. They don't, don't know major network. I listen to my podcast. I listen to my my, um, my playlists. Right. Hey guys, you want to do the music? You you don't want the executive producer all on the video dancing. <laughs> Get the apartment right. kickback playlist. Go yeah. to Apple Music and do a search for a pod named kickback and it's like 40 50 songs and this is the this is the good part about it now i'm about to start getting on randy and uh britney and j lou and motherfucking um jackie and everybody else to help right. me with these songs so right, right now the, the, the playlist has hey right, but this 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 my point is this is that i her being her being the top of a country music list I don't know how real that that is right i don't know um, i don't know who been paid you know what i mean who been paid how many djs been paid enough to give her spins no no fuck all that fuck all that I, hey i'm still look look, look i'm not i'm not mad i'm not mad at it top. yeah if it's a white person we'd be saying they the top we wouldn't be shitting on the queen you know, you I'm, know not, I'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not shitting on her accomplishment right but i'm what i'm what i'm saying is is that for me, when I look at something like this, yeah, celebrate it and and celebrate it because and and Kenneth said the beehive is the truth. That like she has uh, her her following is like none other. One, if you ever been to a Beyonce concert, Cover Girl, Cover Girl is like they show up at her concerts and they have stands set up 
doing makeup for the people who come there. We talking about like I one of the top that. line makeup companies in the world. Like they are at every Beyonce concert offering free makeovers. You know what I mean? Just because she's there. So like I'm, I'll knock on the queen. She is the queen, and it's great that she that she's done what she did. Anytime that we as a people conquer a, a mountain that we ain't supposed to a lane that we ain't supposed to be in i'm gonna celebrate that but at the same time you know what i mean we still gotta recognize how like it's other people who can't get there if people don't pay the amount to pay what they need to pay to get them in them doors right so i'm, I'm a retired rapper you know i get it I, you, I, I you understand not, it. Not one of the so you could have you could have made you could have made a country song and and it would have went nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. I made a rock and roll song. Ask me where it went. Look, you could have made the same. You could have made the same exact song that she made the same exact beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. But she 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 the queen. When the queen, the queen do something, it, 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 it moves. It moves. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I, I do want to talk love. to y'all uh, before we get up out of here a little bit about Netflix fans, all Beyonce fans as well. I don't know, Kenneth. I don't know if, if I don't know, Kenneth, if, if Taylor Swift fans are Beyonce fans too. Because I, I don't Swift, know if all she, of them are, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. she got a whole she got different following. It's some crossover it's there, but overlap. But yeah. I, I actually, all the Taylor Swift hate, That's I think close. I need to relax because Taylor Swift, as far as I can see. I'm like Taylor Swift might be like a little, like a little hood, not a hood shit. She get the bag. She might be a regular, nah. But I'm, I'm a personality wise, she might be on some chill shit. Every time I see her, she on some chill shit, and she yeah. fucking with Travis Kelsey. If that relationship is real, Travis Kelsey is the the positive definition of a wigger. Yeah, he ain't trying to he be black. black. He, the, he the blackest white he, dude I know. Like, he the coolest <laughs> white dude in the hood. So she dating the cool white dude. Like she ain't dating Point Dexter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I fuck with Taylor. Like right now, I fuck with Taylor. Everybody can hate her, be mad, and that's what y'all do. Be mad. Hey, they, 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 they both good. They both good, kid. They both good. Like, like you can't. Like you, you gotta love them both. They, they both are Taylor and Beyonce. Are both incredible artists who are at the top of their game. And no. what I love, what I love about Taylor is something that Beyonce won't do that she do. She ain't scared to make fun of herself, right? You mm -hmm. see, like she got the she got the uh the commercial where she fall on her face on the treadmill. Beyonce would never do that. You know what I mean? Like right. she's, but so she's so Beyonce don't have the, the, the leeway to do that. Yeah. And, as, mean, as a token white girl, you know, the white girl that's everything, you can do anything. Beyonce sure. don't have that leeway, sure. so she probably wouldn't do it, but because it wouldn't be received well. But I, I do want to shout out Taylor and Beyonce. Neither one of them are Ashanti, and oh, I'll move man. on from that. Please do, please do. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? All right, so Netflix and chill, man. Um, man, <laughs> what, what you want to say, Ray? I know you hear me earlier. I ain't like, saying that. Go ahead. <laughs> So, well, I ask you this. Love is Blind, they released uh, two sets of episodes. Uh, the final set will be released, I believe, this Wednesday. So we've gotten deep into the storyline. And you hit me like, no, why you got me watching this shit? So I make sure we, I definitely want to make sure we talk about it. Love is Blind, I am, I have not found my woman. I ain't found my queen. 
And so a lot of these shows I laugh at because I'm like, I should do some shit like that. And then the kickbackers, the fans, the supporters of the podcast petitioned me to go on Lovers, Lovers, uh, not Lovers, but Married at First Sight. So these shows uh, have been a joke on the podcast for years. Like, I'm going to go on it. I'm going to go on it. I'm going to find my wife there. And everybody laughing. And, you better go on the show. You better fill out this application. And they sending me the application and shit. And so I've, I've gotten used to these shows. And I root for the people. And I'm watching um, Love is Blind. And I'm just hoping somebody, they meet the person and somebody finds somebody they like. I am invested, Randy. I'm invested. <laughs> And when I saw AD in a bathing suit, good, good, God damn, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. He knows what I like. <laughs> so I, I, I love me some AD in a, in a bikini, AD in a bathing suit. All day. Suit. All day. And, um, I like the show, man. What, what, did, um, what was your impression? Was this your first time watching it? And what was and your impression? I, I'll say for this that I like the principle of the show. Um, I think it's solid because I think we live in such a superficial world now is that, is that it's hard that you meet people representatives and you don't meet the real them. And, and, and the fact that you have to blindly just talk to someone gives you the opportunity to find connection before you, the, the connection comes through, comes first right before the affection and I, I i that's the part that i like about it because i know you know in relationships when 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 connection is gone then commitment follows right so yeah. if it so so for them to put something together that and i think that you know for nick lachey and his wife to put this together i think it's a it's it's flawed, and I saw that on the last episode when your man told Shorty to say to the Shorties the same thing. And I was like, but but the concept, the principle of it is solid because I think if we if you truly seeking to find love and somebody that can be your forever, then it can't be about what you see or what you know. It's just like let's blindly exchange information and talk and then figure and then we could if we can connect on that without seeing anything else then i think everything else is downhill from there if it's authentic right but again and i thought it was good till i saw the flaw with your boy i forgot i think matt or whoever who played and he did him with the same joint but it is it, it's solid because you know for people who's truly but still believe in love and and I had got to where, and I, you know, after my divorce that I was like, I don't, I don't even believe, I don't know if true love or whatever is still out there or if I could find it or want to seek it. I'm just like, you know, I just want to be good. Right. And I, I feel you. I don't know if it's out there neither. <laughs> but watching, but watching, but, but, but watching the show and it was like seeing some people truly connected. I was like, it was getting me emotional. That's what I texted. I was like, man, why you had me watch this emotional <laughs> shit? <laughs> It, it it made me it, and it and the concept of it because I've never watched it until you told we was on the show. So you know I'm a, I'm gonna do my research. I'm not coming on in informed. Are you right? are you always gonna do your research? <laughs> You're right. You, you know, know I'm, the top research on the podcast. If y'all didn't know, just for I'm, the record, 
I'm gonna be informed, right? So I'm 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 watching it and I'm like, all right, so it's some concepts in here that make me honestly think that true love can still be achieved, right? And and then I'm I'm rooting for people, you know what I mean? Now I'm like when when, mm -hmm. when she hit when she hit when when she got with the when she heard old girl saying that he said the same th same thing to her, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey. This is the big one. She broke my heart. <laughs> I'm like, she don't told her about her dead father and all that, and like, Slim, you playing games? I'm, and so I'm looking at it like, Slim, like, if you looking, I'm like, yo, the, they looking for the connection to be real, and like, you playing games. And I'm like, man, I, I wish I was in that chair. You know what I mean? Like, if you go on the show, man. Like, you put out the application. I'm going. I'm I, I need the application. I'm too old. It. I'm too old for it. <laughs> I, I did it for Murray the first sight in Atlanta. The pandemic year, um, they they ain't pit me. I, I kind of know why they ain't pit me. I said some wild shit on the show, but yeah. uh, I, I'm just going. I'm just going to find it on Facebook dating. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My queen is on Facebook dating. I'm gonna find her there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Love you, um, <laughs> damn, damn, brother, damn, cuz I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't she know. She might be there. Um, but I did. I, I, I am enjoying the show. I can't wait to see the last couple episodes and see everything turn out. Did you watch Mia Copa, the Kelly Rowland movie on Netflix? I, I, I didn't get, I didn't get to, cause I, I'm gonna tell you where I, I love Tyler Perry. I don't, but. I, no, I'm 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 gonna say this. I, I love him as what he's done, and what he's accomplished. But oh. as what he's accomplished, I love all of that. But his work, his body of work, I'm just not a fan. I feel like I feel like so much of what he do is just recycled with like two or three new things in there. But I've seen it before. You know what I mean? It's like it's like watching um um what's my man who played in uh he played the same role the Water Boy Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. It's, like, it's like watching Adam Sandler. He's the same dude in a different movie. Every you know movie. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, Click pretty much all first dates. He he the same person. And just a different movie. So I, and that's how I feel about Tyler Perry films that like they pretty much the same and he just tweak a little thing here and there. Again, I'm not knocking him. Cause look, we he's the he's the only him and Oprah are the only two people black people get money in Hollywood. Keep doing your thing, Tyler. And you got a whole you and he the first studio. He got the first black owned studio that we you never know, had. You know, you know who got the second one? Who? 50 cent. Oh, I ain't. a change not, gonna come. It, it's in Louisiana. A change gonna come. We'll, we'll see. 50, 50, 50 can't be diplomatic enough to get where Tyler at. So we'll see. He gonna have to soften up a little bit more because he still be beefing mm -hmm. with. He could, his star stuff could have been on HBO. But the nigga ain't know how to act when he was in the room with him, right? So that's why you on stars. You know what I'm saying? I hope the best. Yeah, they see what stars did because he had the one show on ABC. The, yep. the, the, um, they, the, uh, the court, the, the, the prison dude. show. Yeah. So yep. maybe I'm just rooting for 50. I'm rooting for everybody black. 
Especially if they come from hip hop. You know, Tyler Perry and Nubble, I'm rooting for him, but he don't come from hip hop. 50 come from nah. us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm rooting for 50. Um, and I'm not going to ruin me and call for you or for anybody else because it just came out. So a lot of people probably haven't seen it. The only thing I will say is it's good enough to watch. And if you watch it, no matter what goes on, watch it to the end. That's where the magic is. So yeah. if you in the first 10 minutes, like, I don't know about this. Relax. Yeah. Relax. The reward is at the end. Right. And it's decent. All it's right. decent. Is it great? I no, it's good. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. He, don't make, he don't make nothing great. Yeah, I love I love Kelly too, but you know what? I put it in my watch list because I understand how the Nielsen ratings work and the DVR, the me just adding it to my DVR, he gets credit for it. Even if I never watch it, Boom. so stuff that he, so stuff that he come out with, I'll add it. And no, I am never watching it. Like that's how I got like Queen Latifah. The Equalizer show sucks, but it's in my deep every episode <laughs> for two seasons is in my DVR because I want the Queen to get the, I want her to get the respect that Black people supporting her. Even though I don't like your show, I want you to stay on. You know what I mean? Somehow that is correct. <laughs> Somehow that is correct. I, I, I applaud it. I applaud it. You are correctly doing that. Um, before we get up out of here, I think that um, well, actually, I do want to really quickly address the Jeezy Tiny Desk performance. Um, I want to look. Jeezy book, a great book. So that book got me going through all his old albums. It got me back in two thousand nine snowman mode. Like I am, you know, like I'm Jeezy Danny, my favorite rapper right now because of everything I've read and studied on him the last couple months. I'm like, yeah, Jeezy! And the concert was underwhelming. But I think this is the first time I can have this conversation because with you being in making during those years, you got a different perspective I of do. the whole Jeezy thing. I do. And I definitely, this is the perfect person to speak on i do want to say i love the book have you read the book i have not i think you will probably know some of the people in the book for y'all that don't I, know you know i, 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 ain't, I, I ain't gonna too I, much i need to read it yeah but randy randy was in making when jeezy was in yeah uh, that's all i'm gonna say and um it was it's a great read it's a great read and it made read. me like I, this was in that song you, you you hiding the games in your auntie house. That was a lyric. I remember that song, nigga. Like, and then you yeah. know, and I'm just hearing it. I was like, yo, and it got me so hyped. The concert was deflating. I was like, oh, Jeezy, you could have did better. But just overall, with his book, with the concert, with the changes he's been going through, give us your perspective. How you, how you see all that? But I'm gonna say I'm I'm a big Tiny Desk fan for for one. You don't want to get me watch Tiny Desk. Rooting for everybody, Black Love. Appreciate you. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Tiny Desk because it and it's it's shot here in DC, DMV. We created it. All y'all seeing like this, all us. <laughs> you want tickets? You got to come here for that, right? Boom. So I'm 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 a big I'm a huge Tiny Desk fan because they you know when, when especially when COVID came out they they helped 
artists make money when they couldn't go out on tour anymore they figured out a way to do it um them and uh and and swiss and and uh yeah them two them and tiny desk like they both was still trying to figure out how for artists to make money so i appreciate them for that but i'll tell you this for jeezy um i wasn't i was i was in making in around in making georgia where he don't acknowledge it but it is really truly his hometown <laughs> right mm-hmm. and, and unionville georgia is where he's truly from um that and and although he does not publicly acknowledge it he does so much for that community every year that i was there that i've seen him come back to the unionville every thanksgiving on christmas on holidays that he's there and he's filled up the he's filled up the community center with air force ones and giving them out like giving out like like five thousand pairs of air force ones they just out there all day giving out to the community on christmas on thanksgiving giving out turkeys and sides and get not just turkeys but gift cards to buy your sides to walmart or whatever that everybody who show up and look at it he's got like two three like 18 wheelers full of turkeys and they out there all day long for two three days before thanksgiving giving out to the people so i've watched what he's put back into the community and some people don't even realize a lot of videos that he's made he made them in making georgia like mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of these hood videos y'all see we in the hood like that, that ain't atlanta that's unionville making georgia and i know a lot of them dudes that was in those videos in fact i was i was incarcerated with a dude who got killed in his house pookie Lo, which is a whole nother story which he and and everybody we heard, all know the Pukilo story. Everybody know the Pukilo was he. That was one of my homies. That was what. That was my boy. That was my celly. He was my celly. You know what I mean? Like Henry, real name. I know whole first. <laughs> know his whole name. Mm-hmm. That was my man. So when it says like I have insight on all of that, but still even all of that, like I I'm a Jeezy fan because I know like where he he don't he don't just he ain't just come out the hood and just kept going like he give back like every year and he don't advertise it like you don't see it nowhere like what he doing in unionville georgia and making like they ain't he they ain't on his page or nowhere else he's just there showing up and he's doing it he making videos with dudes like the biggest crackhead in unionville that everybody know is in one of your in, in at least three of his videos <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody who been in the hoods, you got a neighborhood crackhead who everybody loves, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> who everybody loves. And Jeezy put him in his he in at least three Jeezy videos. So like I man, I'm I'm the biggest fan of his. I don't know what he do personally or whatever, but all I know is that man get back to the community that he came from that like what he's done he rebuilt the whole unionville rec center put a whole new pool in there did the redid the whole rec center just him nobody else you know what i mean redid all of that out his pocket and i and and on top of that i know his entourage he got a whole house full of dudes that they just his entourage they ain't got no job but being his entourage (laughs) straight up Mm. and he fly them in and fly them out wherever he go and they got he got a whole house set up for them. You know, if you're an ambitious dude and just want to play video games and want to show up with a Jeezy chain on, you probably apply. You might can get it. But yeah. hey, it's still 
and they could be out selling dope and robbing people. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, that's that's still me. You still providing for dudes in the hood to do something better, man. So I, I when I say I got the utmost respect for that man, like whatever. You can't nobody can tell me nothing about him, man, for real. Cause 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 he he give back. I'm glad you said that, man. I'm glad you said that. And to the rest of the world, I just got one question. You see this shit? You see this shit Jeezy's doing? You see this shit? And we're going to end it like that, man. I, I definitely um want my wizards, our wizards to do better. Um, we'll see, you know. But we're not going to do anything. Hopefully we lose enough games to get a good pick. But I just want to see us be more competitive. I call it. I called it the Wizard Finals. I said it's going to be Boston and Phoenix, KP and Bradley Beal. Um, and I don't have any reason to, to change that. I'm still, that's still what I think. And, you know, we'll see. Who do you think will be in the finals as we're at this midway point? Do you have an idea, a guess, or a hunch? Man, I I, I think in the, in the East, it's definitely going to come down to Boston and Milwaukee. If, if, if Dame... And if Dame can start meshing with, if they can start meshing good enough, they 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 the Milwaukee can come out. I think they did enough, but I don't. Boston to me has enough to do it, but every year I don't know they they just they just fall short. Like Jalen is a KP. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I don't know where they fall short at, but I think if Dame can be, if Dame can just be do what he does. Think about what, 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 what Giannis did without a dang in his pocket. You know what I mean? You know so who you like, know Giannis did it with? Drew Holiday. Right. You know and Drew, Drew, Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday. And that's what it comes down to. That's that's going to be the Eastern Conference Finals. It's The Eastern Conference Finals going to be Boston and Milwaukee, hands down. Ain't nobody else, period. Who you got in the West? And, man. I I still think Denver is the team to beat, man. They, they, yep. they I, I think it's gonna come down to Dan, Denver and Phoenix, right? It's gonna okay. come, it's gonna come down to Dan, Denver and Phoenix. Phoenix Phoenix look good today against like and when they if they can if they can start clicking when they start when they when they start clicking, man. I hate to see I you know it hurt me to see my boy Bill playing so good, Thank you know. You. <laughs> I, and like, and then staying healthy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, but I still, I'm a Bill fan, you know what I mean? I still want to see him, I still yes. want to see him be great. But I'm like, Denver is so solid though, on defensively. And like, Jokic is, Jokic is the best player in the NBA. I don't care what nobody say. I hate to say it, but like, he's awkward and he don't, his shots don't look good. But all he do is win, <laughs> all he do is make it happen. It, like he's the he's just he's the he's just right now he's the top he's the creme de la creme. It's him and everybody else. So, yeah, yeah. So my so my finals, I, I I if I had to call it right now, I'll say Denver versus Milwaukee. Okay, you got Denver, Milwaukee. I got Boston, Phoenix. We, we'll revisit this in we'll April, see. in May. <laughs> we'll re, no, well, well, June. We'll revisit this in June. We'll see. All right, man, I, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, it's always a pleasure doing a podcast. This is a, a labor of love. This is something that I truly enjoy. This, this is, shout out to Man Up. This is, I love to do it. I, if it was free, I would do it for free. I get a little bit of pennies, 
but I could have got no pennies. I would do it every fucking week. I love it. And I love everybody that I do the podcast with, but it's a little special when I get to do it with my big cousin. So shout out to Randy T. I mean, we was like, this, this is my blood relative. We was little kids playing with G.I. Joe men. So hey, to, man. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so to come full circle and to do the thing I love the most in the world with one of the people I love the most in the world and ain't nothing better than that. Uh, Righteous, I hope you watching. We need to get you on one of these episodes. Get on here, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) I'm so appreciative that y'all tune in. I've been doing this show for 12, almost 13 years, and I've had a different host. (laughs) My God, I've had so many different hosts, and you guys keep coming back. And I know part of that is because I bring on great people like Randy and Brittany and Jackie and J. Lou. But another small part of that is because you fuck with me. Shout out. Another small part of that is that you fuck with me, actually. So I appreciate you. Um, I thank you. I'm going to try to make sure we give you an episode every week. I take these long breaks. But I know I went through some shit. Goddamn, lost JB, lost my Aunt Joyce, lost Amima, lost my life little was cousin. Life was been life in 2020. Randy, was life life in? Life been life in. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back here next week and hopefully every week after that to give you this good content, to let you, and not just the big stories of the week. We having real conversations now. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for tuning in. Tell a friend and tell a friend. That's your job, y'all. Tell a friend. A pod name kickback. If they saw it before, it's a little different now. We diving deeper. It's not just the biggest stories of the week. It's the biggest conversations of the week, along with the biggest stories of the week. And on that note, Skip you, skip you, reverse you, reverse you, draw two, draw two, draw four, draw four, draw four, umino. <laughs> we out. <laughs> <laughs>